Pulse 95. Between local lines, notes from the Emirate. Yes, notes from the Emirates indeed. And we are celebrating uh, still, or we're continuing the celebrations of the 50 glorious years of His Highness Sheikh Dr. Sultan bin Mohammed Al Qasimi, the Supreme Council member and ruler of Sharjah. And we are kindly joined here uh, in the studio uh, by His Excellency Marwan Al Sarkal, the Executive Chairman of Shuruq. So good morning to you, uh, Your Excellency. Good morning. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum. Thank you so much for being with us. And uh, we are celebrating uh, the leadership the great and wise leadership of His Highness. And on that note, uh, we would like to uh, hear your sentiments about this day and the importance of this day and the significance of the Golden Jubilee celebrations of His Highness, the ruler of Sharjah's rule, from your point of view. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. First of all, we would like to thank you for giving us this opportunity. We're so proud to be part of, of seeing what have happened in Sharjah. In the last 50 years, what His Highness, Dr. Sheikh Sultan, Bin Muhammad Al Qasimi have created uh, to Sharjah is mm. something that makes everyone living in Sharjah very proud. I mean, creating a very unique positioning for Sharjah, creating a city that is so civilized that you have the best education institutes, you have an industry that is so so great because you have a chance for entrepreneurs to to basically create themselves. You have factories that cr- that were created in Sharjah. You have ports that are on Indian Ocean or the Arabian Sea and the Arabian Gulf. You have an international airport that happened to become one of the busiest airport. You have an infrastructure that you, can, that you can be proud of. And you have a touristic destination that everyone loves to visit uh, when they come to Sharjah. You have amount of mu- amount of museums that, ha- that is a variety from archaeological museum to Islamic civilization to museums. And you have an amazing events calendar. So this didn't happen by a coincidence. Mm-hmm. It happens happened because His Highness had a great uh, vision to make Sharjah one of one of a, one of a very unique positioning for it, true to its Arabian culture, uh, true to its Islamic history, and also a very civilized and a modern city. So something like that is, it makes us very proud. First of all, being an employee working in a government entity, <laughs> and also creating that sort of a development that every city within uh, the Emirate of Sharjah has everything that it requires mm-hmm. whether it's the infrastructure whether it's the whether it's the economy that is a stable economy so if you think about Sharjah Sharjah has yes the Sharjah city but then you have Khorfakan, Kalba, Diba, Adzaid, Mleha and each of those cities are very well uh, are very well civilized when it comes to the infrastructure the universities the schools uh, some of them have ports even and hotels uh, so everything is available in each city so you don't have to come to Sharjah to stay in it as a city you can live in anywhere around the emirate of Sharjah and yet you have everything that you you require and that's that says a lot about his highness's vision to create a, a, an emirate that that has all of the standards of uh, the highest standards of living, I would say, throughout the whole Emirate of Sharjah. I'm going to get a little bit personal here. Um, besides his His Highness being the ruler of this amazing Emirate, he's uh, considered as a father figure yeah. to so many, to uh, everyone really here in Sharjah. And uh, as a son, as a son, mm. you look up to, of course, His Highness as a father figure, of course. Yeah. So, and every son takes a, a trait yeah. uh, from his father. So, what is one characteristic or significant trait that you have adopted or incorporated in your personality from His Highness? 
that well, you I find in His Highness? Wow, there are many, <laughs> many of them. You know, so yeah. I've been working with His Highness and Her Highness Sheikha Bedour uh, for, for more than a decade. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I've learned from him is a lot. Uh, I, I think looking at things from different perspectives is one, one of the things that I loved about His Highness. Mm-hmm. Uh, taking decisions that are very wise are very, very important. But w- what, was, what was very important is how to give a chance for everyone. And mm-hmm. I think that's what I learned from His Highness. And when we read the history of Sharjah, Sharjah, as you know, doesn't have oil or gas as much as other Arabian cities, I would say, around the Gulf. So he created a whole industry which is focusing on the industrial industry. Mm-hmm. And today we see Sharjah having one of the biggest industrial uh, regions, uh, areas in the region. And so when, I, when you think about His Highness, he's very wise. He looks at everything. So every, many things, everything is important for him. But the most important thing is how can you focus on man or I, I mean the man himself or a woman or a man. You know, so it's it's it's. Its education w- was very important to His Highness's uh, his, his vision, in my point of view. So if you give the people the right to develop themselves, then you can expect the best out of them. And I think not making a difference between an Emirati or an Emirati or an Arab or an Arab, I think that is something that I love to see about His Highness. Mm. I remember when the time when we were giving out uh, the Knowledge Without Borders uh, project where we, we used to give all Emirati families uh, a library, His Highness said, we don't compare, we don't, uh, we don't uh, differentiate. differentiate. Yeah. So if there's a family in between, just give them. Mm. You can't, you can't uh, differentiate anyone. And I thought, I thought that was, was very wise. His Highness is also one of the, one of the leaders of, of creating the union uh, and you know, Yes, he became the ruler in, Feb- in, Feb- in January uh, 1972, but he's been there from the beginning as the, the first minister of education. And so he was one that actually stood behind creating the United Arab Emirates. And he was the one that was always pushing towards not Sharjah, but also the United Arab Emirates. So he's not loved only within Sharjah citizens. He's loved within the whole I would say the Emiratis, the non-Emiratis, whoever lives in the UAE, mm. but also the Arab world. And, and I think that is so amazing about His Highness. You would hear him out in every event. You would hear him out in a sports activity. You would hear him out in an uh, education activity. You would hear him out talking about arts. So he's very well educated. And that's, that's what makes him a bit different than, than, than many leaders that we know. Mm-hmm. And I'd, li- I'd like to know a little bit more about the developments because you know, over the last 20 years, you know, people from abroad internationally, they've, they've seen Sharjah's image now change to become a bit more of a glamping destination, a bit more of a, um, ecotourism has been a huge focus. Now, well before ecotourism, I remember my early days in journalism over here, especially when we decided to carve the Al Majaz Park mm-hmm. to create what the waterfront is. Yeah. Our whole project must have been. People must have thought that is ridiculous. You're you're cutting down a massive park yeah. <laughs> to to re, to to create something like a waterfront. Talk to us about that project, how that uh, was envisioned, and how challenging that was. To now to we see Al Majaz waterfront, and we're celebrating even at the amphitheater tonight. Yeah, well, s- first of all, I I was th- I, I, to start with, you know, when we developed. Um, Shuruq as a, as a strategy and to develop mm. the vision of Shuruq to create developments uh, and projects all around the Emirate of Sharjah, it was not an easy process. And especially going to one of the most important locations as a touristic location 
uh, and create and cutting off that park that used to be called Al Majaz Park and creating mm. a waterfront was not an easy decision. Yeah. I remember the time even when we went to His Highness with many projects and he said to us, guys, you need to focus or you, you need to focus on the heart of Sharjah and let everything else on the side. At that time, we had Al Majaz as just an idea. And we almost were thrown away out of the office at that time. When <laughs> he, he thought about it and he came back to us and he, t- he told us, you know what? I actually like this project. <laughs> so let's start with this project. And we started with Al Majaz. And I, at the beginning, nobody believed mm-hmm. the idea of how Al Majaz is going to be uh, a destination. And then his highness said, you know what? Let's do the, uh, the, water, the, the water features, the musical fountains. And you can't just do it. You, ha- you need to add restaurants to it. So it's a lot of, about His Highness's vision, mm. how to create spaces for people, how, how you want people to enjoy the waterfront rather than just the drivers enjoying the waterfront. And from the- then, we have built trust that we developed the heart of Sharjah. We developed the Noor Island with its musical, uh, I, would, I would say the beautiful um, uh, butterfly park. Uh, and that beautiful idea of keeping all of the trees and, and Al-Noor Island was his, his Highness's philosophy. So he said, don't remove any tree from that site. Mm. Try to build all around it. So all the pathway will have to go through the islands of Al-Noor Island. And so the philosophy of you have to respect nature. You have to respect any place that you're going to develop. So, And you have to make sure that every development suits its location. Mm. So if you think about the Kingfisher retreat, it suits the Kingfisher. It's, it suits the wildlife. So instead of building brick and mortar, you build mm. tents rather than, than brick and mortar. Then, then every location you go to, you have to build around it. So Amleha is all about archaeology. Mm. So let's develop a program with the authority of archaeology and think about creating a, a program for tourists to enjoy. And then, you know, Al Moon Retreat came out as a different destination. Mm. And then we have Al Badair as another oasis. So every position, every location has a different positioning. And it's all about His Highness's vision uh, to create different projects they're so unique from each other, yet so distinctive from each other, but they complement what Sharjah is offering. Mm-hmm. So from Al-Bayt, restoring those historical houses and making one of the one of the only uh, historical houses, I would say, mm-hmm. that are converted to a proper hotel. Because we've seen those projects yeah. in the Gulf popping up, but they don't they don't proceed. They fail after a couple of years. And But us, we went to one of the most prominent mm-hmm. um, hotel operators, the Chedi, and mm-hmm. getting them here. They're like one of four hotels around the globe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Being in Sharjah, being in Muscat and Andermatt is, is, is not an easy. Exactly. Uh, yeah. And uh, and then the chance to give entrepreneurs the idea of opening up their pop-ups. Like today, you, you go to the desert and you have not a space mm. and you have common and uncommon and barista vibes. And then venturing into a different sector, which is real estate, but yeah. trying to do something totally different by creating the first sustainable city. Uh, in Sharjah, mm. making people believe that you don't have to build a big house to enjoy it. You have to have the right size of houses. But think about solar power. Think about reusing of water. Mm-hmm. Thinking about that you can get your plant, your uh, vegetables from the organic uh, um, farm that is next door. Having your own jogging track or a cycling track. Having your, your own school and making sure that the price is not expensive. So you can buy a house for 1.3 million all the way to 2.7, I believe. So from a four-bedroom to a five-bedroom. And also thinking about whoever lives here wants to have privacy. So they have they want to have their own garden, I would say. So we, we thought about all of those things. And then we went to another sector of the, which is 
part of the real estate sector, which is developing waterfront developments with uh, Mariam Island, with Eagle Hills mm. Sharjah, and creating a, a different positioning for it. There it's more apartments, but there you have the waterfront, the cafes, the restaurants, mm. and then going to a totally different sector and going to mobility. And that was the directions of Sheikh Abidur that we, we can't only focus on tourism and mm-hmm. also real estate, let's venture into mobility. So we went and got Kareem and Uber to Sharjah. So all of the Kareem and Ubers in, Sh- in Sharjah are actually owned by an, by an operator called uh, Emirates Transportation slash Shuruq, which is uh, Sharjah, uh, Sharjah Transportation Systems, mm-hmm. where we offer Kareem and Uber. And we would like to give opportunity for others to come and 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 be part of this mobility shifting because that's called shared economy as you mm. as we all know mm. and the life uh, world is moving towards not owning but actually sharing and then venturing all the way to uh, recycling we are responsible of one of the biggest recycling water recycling plants mm. uh, in, in in the gcc we created the, an affiliation with b6 uh, from belgium to recycle water and then re- retreat water and then reuse water. So all of the water that is going to the Sharjah Safari <laughs> is actually coming from our plant. Mm-hmm. So from one sector to another sector, we love venturing and thinking about new sectors because the motto of, of, of Sharjah and Investment and Development Authority is, is, is moving forward mm-hmm. in every sector. Um, and we enjoy what we're doing. Mashallah, Shuruq has been very, very, very busy, busy, very busy. <laughs> Difficult so many to listen down as well. I know, you cannot keep up really, yeah, but mashallah. And there's have been, there has been a focus as well on infrastructure in yeah. this year's budget. So we want to talk more about the upcoming developments as well um, in the infrastructure field. Um, and, and what can we expect from the developments in Kelba in particular? So Kelba is exciting. You know, we started with Kelba with al Hafia. Mm. Al-Hafiyah where we released uh, the gazelles with the EPA yeah. and then we started by the, we then created uh, the Kingfisher Retreat yes. which we're actually expanding we had a huge demand but we always had the idea that we're going to, we're going to expand one day so we started with 20 tents by the end of uh, 2022 we're going to have 40 tents so we're doubling the amount of tents we're trying to, uh, to give chance for, for more, more people to enjoy it we're improving the facilities there also. So we're adding three t- uh, three different types of, of tents from two bedroom to three bedroom to four bedroom. Uh, and then uh, the biggest project is the waterfront in Kelba. You know, mm. Kelba is, is, is an amazing city. It has this beautiful beachfront, but they lack, a, uh, they lack uh, a shopping mall or a retail component. So with Eagle Hills Sharjah, which is partially owned by, by Shuruq, we developed the waterfront in Kelba. So it's going to be uh, one of the attractions in Kelba. So you ha- you'll have an entertainment center, coffee shops, restaurants, retail. Mm-hmm. Retail is very important for the economy of any city. So we're going to have that. Then on the whole beachfront, you know, Kelba has, I believe, one of the longest beachfronts in the, in the Emirates, maybe 12 kilometers. Mm-hmm. We're going to add uh, pop-up retails. Um, and, that, and, and we are also uh, adding an adventure park okay. with, within the mountains of Kelba. We're creating uh, trekking uh, routes. We're tra- uh, creating mountain routes and bike routes, and so we're creating a hub for uh, for whoever that likes adventure. Mm-hmm. And then we're creating um, a luxury villa on the top of one of the mountains to overlook the the Indian Ocean and the Hafiya uh, Park. So 
a different positioning for Kelba uh, than than Khorfakan and and I would say Deba also. Amazing, but like you know, we we call a show the Morning Majlis, and you know yeah. this is a, a setting where people feel a bit relaxed and, yeah. and talk about the long term vision. So let's talk. Uh, numbers and dates. So, mm-hmm. when can we expect the uh, the the, uh, the 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 safari park to be ready? When can we expect Al Hira to be ready? And when can we expect uh, Kalba to be ready? Let's start with the safari park. So, safari any, park. Any I'll leave. I'll leave it to EPA. Okay. We're, we're, <laughs> we're still still not involved in that. Okay. Uh, but we l- we're all anticipating that project. I yes. think that's going to be something amazing. But uh, I would talk about our projects, okay. which, yes. is, which are Shuruq projects. Mm-hmm. So. The Kingfisher retreat, inshallah, by the uh, just after Ramadan. So we're okay. celebrating Eid by opening up uh, the extra 20 units. Okay. And by that, we mean that we're also upgrading the current tenants, uh, mm. the current tents, sorry. Okay. Uh, Al-Hira is, uh, and by the way, the shopping mall is also going to open, uh, the waterfront shopping mall in Kalba is going to be opened also by the mid of uh, 2022. Okay. Uh, so let's say May, June. Uh, then Al-Hira. Al-Hira is, the, is one of the most anticipated, I, w- I would say, projects in Sharjah. There we took over the, the whole beachfront and we developed three locations for cafes and restaurants. Mm-hmm. So three clusters. There we're adding cafes and and uh, cafes and restaurants, mainly uh, F&B. Uh, we're trying to get uh, new tenants that have never been to Sharjah and different, different scales. So each cluster will have a different uh, positioning, I would say. Uh, we're almost getting the handover in 2022, uh, February. Uh, I would say the coffee shops and restaurants will be open just uh, just after summer, I would say. Okay. So because it's the fit out of the, those restaurants. So we are almost done with the infrastructure, with the developments. Those, this project is designed by 3 Deluxe from Germany. Mm. Uh, they are the same architect that have designed El Noor Island. Okay. So you, you'll expect something different than any any of the beachfronts and we created clusters so people can move from one area to another area mm-hmm. okay uh, very nice project uh, and i think you'll 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 notice that we are going to open up the um, the holdings around the, the project very soon uh, then we have uh, al-bidaya retreat okay we're having the expansion also uh, also adding two bedroom, three bedroom, four bedroom units. We have recently opened an open pool. We never had a pool, uh, outdoor pool in Al Bidar. We used to have a very small mm. indoor pool uh, because the whole project was totally different. Al Bidar yeah. started with a small project, ended up having uh, hot, uh, having having it transformed from a destination to a hotel. Uh, so today it's a resort, and so we added uh, an, an outdoor uh, pool, which was which was a great uh, adi- addition to it. We're adding a kids club, a spa, and uh, more units. Uh, so bigger units, I would say, for larger families. We thought we we noticed that bigger families enjoy our project. So this is one of the things that made us uh, grow with Al Bidayr, and this is going to be also opened. Just this is well, this one's going to be before summer. Before summer, yes, okay. inshallah. So yeah. by June. I would say it will be ready. Uh, then, uh, what do we have? Well, we have uh, we've listed <laughs> have pretty much everything <laughs> as well, isn't it? Uh, now it's wonderful to see uh, what, what the projects we're looking forward to. And uh, thank you very much for joining us uh, this morning on the program and also painting the picture of what to expect in 2022. And uh, I, I personally am looking forward to the uh, the safari park. So I think most of Sharjawis yeah. and Sharjawis <laughs> are also looking forward to it. Uh, thank you very much for joining thank us, uh, Executive Chairman of Shuruk, His Excellency Marwan bin Jassim Sarkal. And if you'd like to catch this discussion as a 
podcast or even as a video podcast, you can log on to YouTube and SoundCloud and search for The Morning Majlis. You're listening to The Morning Majlis only on Pulse95.